You're listening to an Air Books podcast. Hey guys, it's Aiden of Aiden's Books, and I'm here with Mommy. Welcome to Parenting and Bonding with Children's Books. Our episodes are recorded first via video. For the full experience, check out the video interview on my Facebook page, Aiden's Books. Next, you'll hear Mommy doing the interview. Thanks for listening. Yeah, welcome, welcome to the Parenting and Bonding with Children's Books podcast, where we believe that books are magic and have the power to transform homes. On this podcast, we talk to the authors behind the books to find out their true intentions and writing these wonderful stories for us. So we're here tonight with Jingle Jangle producer and children's book author, Lynn Sisson-Talbert. Hi, Lynn. Hey, Gwen. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Good. So I'm so excited that you're here. This is our special like holiday episode. We love (laughs) that. We are ready we were ready for the holidays right after Halloween. I'm like, ready. I'm I'm doing a Christmas Thanksgiving this year. So oh. I'm, I'm starting even earlier. <laughs> okay. Okay. I love it. We haven't started decorating yet, but it soon come. Soon come. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm about <laughs> to get, get it going. Mm. Yeah. So we're going to give a formal introduction to Lynn and, and all that she deserves. Right. But Aiden's going to tell us a joke. Are y'all ready for Aiden's joke? Yeah. Come on, Aiden. He was supposed to be here on standby, y'all, but y'all know he just gets distracted. <laughs> as, as all kids do. <laughs> hey, Aiden. Hi. <laughs> Are you going to be nervous today? Are you ready to tell you us your joke? This. You got this. You got this joke. I can't wait to hear it. Okay. Go ahead. Knock, knock. Who's knock knock? Who's there? Holly. Holly, who? Holidays are here again. <laughs> yeah, holidays are here again. I don't get that joke. Oh, that was a good one, Aiden. You, you. I saw the script on me right there. You ready to go into song? That was good. My script was right here. <laughs> My script. You didn't remember the joke. My we, you gotta memorize the scripts, Aiden. You gotta memorize the scripts. Oh my goodness! So, <laughs> my holidays are here again. I love it. Yes. Okay. So, let me give you an introduction to Lynn. So, Lynn Sisson Talbert stands tall as one of the most accomplished female producers in Hollywood. Recently, she produced Netflix's first original live-action musical, Jangle Jangle. A Christmas Journey, and authored the Jingle Jangle book series, including The Square Root of Possible and Jingle Jangle, The Invention of Jeronicus Jangle. So tonight, we'll discuss Lynn's author journey and the newest book, The Perfect Gift. Welcome again, Lynn. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm so excited you're here. That was like a weird hand thing. And I have both <laughs> of Lynn's books here. Uh-huh. You, you know what's funny about this is that <clears throat> after I asked you to uh, to be on the show, your assistant sent me your book and I was like, I already have it because I ordered it before it even like the day it came out. 
Yay! Thank you. I was so excited about it. I was like, I have to, I have to have this book. Okay. Thank you. So always ask authors this. Um, I always give like a brief introduction and then say, is there anything else you'd like to tell us about yourself? Uh, I think you did a great job. Okay. I think Wonderful. You did a great I, job. Yes. I would like to mention, so you have a son, Elias. Yes, he's eight. Because okay. most of the um, people in our community are parents. They're all mm-hmm. parents um, that are watching. And so I know they would love to know that. And if they pay close attention, we see Elias throughout your work, right? Yes, you do, including even in the illustrated world of the books. Yes. And it's so... I don't know if you guys have the first book, right? Or even the second book. It's so easy to spot Lynn because. (laughs) (laughs) Right. What's this, what's this woman with Afro and red hair doing in Hobbleton? (laughs) But she's there. (laughs) And so when you see, so when you get the book or when you look in your book, just look for Lynn and then you'll see David. Talbert and then Elias, you'll see them <laughs> next. But that, you know what, Quinn? You're the first person that said that. You're the first person that has noticed that. To be honest, really? Like, yeah, I pointed it out because I always want to give Elias a shout out, and they were people were like, "Oh my god, you see that?" <laughs> <laughs> so kudos to you. Well, you know, I'm like in and out the pages trying to like see because authors hide stuff, like. Yeah throughout like the jacket, the inside cover. And so I'm always looking for like those little pieces of like Easter eggs. Yeah. Or Easter. We were just talking about Marvel, right? The the little eggs. (laughs) Yes. Did you see Buddy in Square Root of Possible? Buddy. Yeah. Wait, no, I don't want to lie. That's the first one. So go to the last page of Square Root of Possible where it says joy Look in inside jangles and things in the window. I feel like I'm getting secret information right now, y'all. You are. See, there's another. Oh, I see him. I don't even think if I. You see him? There's Buddy. Tiny little Buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Who's. Oh, yeah, that buddy. Buddy 3000. Yeah, that buddy. <laughs> he was in there looking at buddy window, getting ready to come on out. That is awesome. Oh, I don't want to skip ahead. Now I'm in the book and I'm thinking about the illustrations. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the square root of possible, right, mm-hmm. is the first book. And then in this series, because you also have a middle grade book that you did, um, yes. Geronicus, and it's all about Geronicus Jangle, right? Yes, it's um, Jingle Jangle, the invention of Geronicus Jangle. And it kind of delves into the story a little bit more. Okay, okay. So I haven't read that one, but I have to get it and I have to read it. Of oh, course. And, or you can listen to it because I have Felicia Rashad do the audio. Yes. <laughs> because I listened to a sneak peek and I was like, is that, is that Claire? Is that? Yes, that's, that's Claire. That's the, that's the grandmother of Jingle Jangle. Okay. Okay. Because I heard a sneak peek and I was like, there was no information there to tell me who it was. And I was like, I know that's her because you know her voice. Yes. You know her voice. Classic. Okay? Classic. Um, her just like Forrest Whitaker. Like, you know, you see them and they are just these figures that are so prominent in our community. Like you recognize their voice whenever you see them, you know who they are. So just perfect. So the square root of possible. I know we're not here to talk about this one tonight, but I just in this community, 
Um, I talk to parents about using books as tools for their children in the home. We often talk about how as parents, we get really busy and we want to pour positivity into our children. But oftentimes after a long day, we just don't have it. Like we just, we don't have the words to say. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes the book is a little helpful to to help you with those words when your mind is just fried from the day. Exactly. So I want to point to one of my favorite pages in the book and just show you all how this book, the first book, not even, we're not even on the second one yet, can be used as a tool. I mean, the movie was, I'm not going to say enough, but there was so many things in the movie. But then you get to the books, you know, and um, there's no page numbers here, but this is the page I'm referring to. And it says, it's a wonderful thing to see impossible things to have extraordinary vision, right? And so encouraging our children to not not think that what they see is insignificant. That's right. When they see marvelous things or when their mind creates these things, these creative things in their imagination, they can bring them to fruition as long as they believe, right? Absolutely. And that's the whole idea behind it. You know, we want to encourage the kids to use their imagination. You know, all all of us as parents, we kind of sometimes need to give that iPad time just so we can have a moment. Mm -hmm. But then we have to make sure to cut that off and have that limited because we want them and to we want to encourage them to use their imagination to think of these things themselves, Mm -hmm. to maybe create a game or a book or a comic book themselves. And so that's that's really what I love to do. And I do it with my son, too. He loves to draw and he's making his stories and books. So just so important to do that. And at the same time, to have the different levels of the music and the song and the movie. And it's like something where you have so many layers to connect it all to that it makes them hopefully say, oh, well, let me see what's going on in the books. You know, because mm-hmm. just literacy in general is so important. And in so many areas, we have, you know, um, underperforming schools in our in our communities. And we have to mm-hmm. contribute to try to raising this literacy level up. You know, I visited, I've been visiting a few of the schools on my book tour and reading to them. And they're just so enthusiastic and so excited, you know, and we just help them, give them the tools. They'll just be so much better off as they're growing up. So many things you said there, I just want to touch on, you know, (laughs) that's a beautiful thing going, you know, that you're going to the schools and things like that. And um, in our Facebook community, we talked about uh, not too long ago, the lack of like libraries in our um, in our schools, Um, just a lack of access to books. And um, we talk about how some parents might value other types of development, child development, but they're not thinking about reading as one of those things that they can do to really put our children a step forward. And one of those reasons, we we did like a small poll, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons um, was because they lack of time, mm-hmm. right? Not Not seeing the value, well, you know, I can just get them a tutor, I can do this, I can do that. Or giving up on books because there's no representation. They're not inclusive. Yeah. My child yeah. can't see themselves in these books. Yeah. And like, just like when we first turned on Jingle Jangle and just got into the mood of the movie, it just like sucked us in to a world that, you know, we knew that it was a period piece. Right. Yeah. So when we turn it on, 
like we saw ourselves in a splendor in this yeah. time where we were told we could not be wonderful, yeah. you know, and then yeah. you come and you continue on to these books. And it's like, now my child has, and Journey is a girl, right? But yes. we also need to show our young men yeah. these books yeah. so that they can recognize that women can be smart. They yes. can be leaders. They yes. can be this, you know, anything they want to be. And it's just, I mean, I will scream from the rooftops all day about <laughs> No, let me tell you all throughout the film, you know, this is the whole reason, you know, I want my son to see himself, you know, I'm even tapping into the little girl in me in what Mm -hmm. I didn't see as a little girl. And even in the film, when you see journey in being inventive and imaginative, when you look in the town square in Cobbleton and you see these names on the storefronts, those are names of people who were innovators in the, in our community and who were doing it back then. It wasn't just Thomas Edison, who little Edison was named after, Edison Latimer, who invented the light bulb. Louis Latimer invented the light bulb too. And yeah. so that those are the things that our kids don't know is someone that looked like them was inventing with Thomas Edison back then, you know, who was a patent lawyer back then. And it, it seems as though we weren't doing these wonderful things then. We just weren't getting the credit and we weren't in the history books. So that's a main thing that we want to change. And you'll even see in the back of the perfect gift, the list the list of all of the storefronts so that they can go back and see and also learn who are these people and, you know, where did they come from? You know, all the way from rock and roll to newspapers, you know, from, you know, steel to, you know, first optometrist and licensed in the state of Nevada, which was my dad. Who was that? Okay. <laughs> that was my dad, Dr. Lonnie Sisson. And if you mm-hmm. look right next to Jangles and Things when you're watching the movie, you'll see Sisson Arms. And that's yes. named after him because he was the first Black optometrist licensed in the state of Nevada. I love that you were able to incorporate your father in, in this. And I love that you incorporated all the bits of histories that our children need and our parents need as well. There were people in here. I mean, I created a coloring book for for Aiden. It was originally for Aiden. And it was uh, it's a printable one. Young Black Heroes from a Young Age. Right. Oftentimes, like we tell our kids, like you can be this when you grow up. Yeah. You can be that now. Yes. You You know, now. And so um, it was like, I say, it's like a, re- a reimagination of like of our history, because it's like, you know, uh, people like Charles Henry Turner, you know, he fell in love with animals at a young age. Yeah. And because of that passion, it took him to where he is, where, you know, he's passed away, but where he is now, yes. you know, it's like they need to know. It's absolutely, absolutely. And we can all work together to do this, you know, mm-hmm. and what you're doing is so wonderful because it's letting people know and making them aware of what's out there and available to to them. You know, mm-hmm. at the same time, when we're entertaining, David and I, we also want to teach something. We also want you to be inspired. Mm-hmm. So there's so many different ways to do it and to tap into our kids, you know, 
inner voices and, and, and inner magic to get them excited and enthusiastic about something. And they'll let you know, like you start to see early on the gifts that our kids have and we have to nurture that. You know, we come, I think, you know, we sometimes come from the era like you got, you got to get a job with benefits and you got to, you know, make sure that you got retirement and, you know. And you I like the voice have, change. Yes, you know. <laughs> and you do have to do that. You do have to take care of your finances. And that is another key thing to learn Mm -hmm. is knowing how to take care of yourself and budget and take care of your finances. But at the same time, you can fund your passion as well. So there's so many different ways of approaching it and there's no rules to it. That's right. Right, Aiden? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. In corner. (laughs) You come to show us something? What do you have? Well, go ahead. You don't have to over here. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> let's hear it. Let's hear it. Oh, gosh. He's over here coloring, guys. Oh, he finished it. That was quick. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Great job, Aiden. Goodness. So we are on, on the same page. And I want to kind of segue to the to the new book, The Perfect Gift, because you said a couple things there that um that just I really enjoyed. If you could give, I say to the authors on the show or the podcast, if you could give like an elevator pitch, what the book is about, what would you say? I would say that this is the continuation of the world of Jingle Jangle. This is about not only knowing what your perfect gifts are, but sometimes the perfect gift is there all along and you Mm -hmm. didn't even realize it. So it's, it's about being mindful and aware of that and then nurturing that gift. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Um, you said something a little earlier that made me want to get to the book and you talked about how sometimes, well, let me just get to the page. Are, are you okay with me showing a couple of, of the pages? Yes, of course. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like on the first page, right, we talk about there, there are so many ways to use this book in your home, guys, the different vocabulary, um, the history lessons that, um, that Lynn talks about in the back of the book. Um, just allows you to just, you know, dive even further into what it is, uh, into what it is to, to be a scientist, how magical it can be. And on the first page, um, it just is once upon a time, there was a family of inventors. You have, we all have inquisitive kids, right? What's an inventor? Yes. And in the way that it describes it, who can make magic from science? I don't think I've ever heard it described that way. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that makes it a little bit more fun, doesn't it? And a little bit more interesting. Yeah, like I want to make some magic from science. And it's so real because you, I mean, it's really what they're doing when you're, in fact, you're making magic from it. And, you know, Jingle Jangle is all about magic. And, you know, this show is all about the magic, you know, the magic that it creates, you know, in our homes. And then earlier you talked about how, um, it's, um, it's losing me exactly what you said, but it made me think about this page right. and how we often take for granted the things that our children find wonder in, yes. right? Yeah. And just the things that that she that Lynn um, points out on this page, Buddy was so like he was for the very first time he was born yesterday, pretty much, right? He just been turned mm-hmm. on yesterday for the very first time, and he was so marvelled by cat's whiskers. 
Yes. The Northern Lights and Spoons. Yes. And I, I really feel like in order to write a successful picture book, you have to be able to hop inside the mind of a child yes. and be able to like not take for granted the small things. Oh my gosh. You said it. You said it. That's so true because I remember myself trying to get the spoon to float on my nose. You know, you do the, and then you try it. So when I say spoons, that's something that was fascinating. Like I'm, I'm a lover of cats. I have a cat of my own piccolo and I love my kitty cats. And so how the whiskers are, we'd sometimes when she would shed her whiskers, Elias and I would pick them up and they'd be so hard and you could poke someone on the end and then how they looked at Elias. So he's like, how, how is that? And, and look at those whiskers. So it's though it's, those things that you see and discover and play around with that you don't even realize this is something like really interesting. And this this is a little piece of fun and a little piece of education all at the same time. Yep. Sorry, Aiden is making this noise in the oh. background. <laughs> yes. And yeah. I, when I read that page, I was thinking about because my, my father always says, as we were watching, like, you know, Aiden grow up and him like discovering things. And he used to be so excited for him to like discover little things like, you know, how they like do the lemon. Like yes. the first taste of a piece of lemon or, you know, when they first like this, when they first notice that they can blow bubbles in their milk, like, <laughs> you know, the things that were so fun for us but we just we don't think about and it's so magical for kids yeah so can I tell you what I love about this book so many things right but I love how the splendor of the movie transitions into the book but if you did not see this movie for whatever reason because really if you're watching I know you've seen the movie if you haven't you should go see it you don't need to see the movie in order because the book is its own experience. Yes. Both of them, the perfect yeah. gift and the square root of possible. They're really their own experience. Of course, they have their own storyline and you and your children will walk away increased. Yes. Having learned something, having feeling, feeling like more is possible. And I was so excited to bring these books onto the show because books like this, they make the world seem larger and more interesting. And they really show our children the possibilities. Um, You know, they start to think they can fly. Can you get that? (laughs) That's right. Which is what we want. (laughs) Okay. So what was your favorite part about writing a perfect gift? Um, Well, bringing Buddy into this, because I couldn't wait to bring Buddy um, into this illustrated world and also, just like you said, like really trying to still tap into Jingle Jangle and, and all of its splendor, but make this its own experience as well. Because yeah. there will be people who see it and be like, what's that? And then, oh, what? It's a movie, too. And, you know, I think that's important sometimes when you have set pieces that are separate from the film itself, that they do have their own experience and it's a whole, it's a full meal of itself. Yeah. Um, and then I also just really loved sharing those Easter eggs. Um, that was something I kind of thought about at the end. I was like, oh, even though, you know, we were doing in the movie, I talked about, I was like, oh, we need to 
put it in the book. We need to put it at the end and talk about the, you know. And so I was just really excited about that. And then just dedicating the book to, you know, those that came before us and with their ingenuity and inventiveness, you know, that those were the things that were just really special. Yeah. So special. So the book is bright. It's colorful, jubilant. The pictures are brilliant. You know, um, so many moments in the book for us to use, um, use its words to pour into our children. If I can share with you, we're near the end of our time and I want to be mindful of your time. Um, Take your time. I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A question for you. Somebody asked which character and I've watched a few things you want. So I feel like I know the answer. But we're going to say which character do you resonate with the most? Of course, Journey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, th- that is the, a huge character. And I also resonate with Ms. Johnson because she's just crazy and funny. And, you know, um, she, she you see her in the book, but she's not featured in the book. Um, but Journey is the one because, you know, that that was what I would want to see as a little girl. And that is, I, I always felt like, you know, just very outspoken, you know, but daddy, and it was that relate, my dad and I were so close and that relationship with, you know, the grandfather and all that. And you just keep poking at him and keep messing with them until, mm-hmm. you know, they give you that smile or they give you that hug. And yeah. that, you know, my dad was, he was a very affectionate man and everything, but it was always so fun to have that dynamic. And it made me feel invincible. You know, he, he made me feel like a rock star. And so um, that, you know, I miss that because I miss him so much. And, you know, when you have that that unconditional love from day one, you know, good, bad or indifferent, it, it's something that we all need. And I think children need. And even if it's our parents or the community that provide that that layer and cushion of confidence, it, it really makes a difference on how we feel about ourselves. So that journey was looking for that connection that she could yeah. that she didn't have. And for her to be able to find it, you're just like, it really warms your heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It did. It's a heart warmer for sure. And I know um, the person that asked this question, who is my mother, y'all. <laughs> she was saying that she really resonated with Jeronica. Uh, Geronicus's. I feel like I can't say the. Oh, you're good. <laughs> Here on the book channel, y'all. She really, <laughs> she really resonated with his character because, and I feel like so many of the uh, adults, or older, you know, generation in our community resonate with his character because it's yeah. the people, you know, we've we've been through so much, we've dealt with yeah. so much, and a lot of us mm-hmm. are where we are, where we are, because that's what we were provided. And that's Absolutely. where we felt like we could go. Yeah. And so when we have these people in our lives who love us to pieces, sometimes they just don't have it in order to pour into us. Yeah. And so. Or they've been broken. Yeah. You know, they've been broken as well. And they haven't, they haven't been able to tap back in. They think that I had it, but it's gone now. Yeah. And then they've given up on themselves. And mm-hmm. so it really doesn't matter what age you are, where you can tap back into that magic. And sometimes it's through our children, yeah. you know? And so that that is a big thing as well. We want not just our kids to be encouraged, but anyone that's in a rut, you know, or mm-hmm. anyone that feels like, you know, this is it for me. There is more for you. You just have to push through, you know, like Geronicus did. 
Thank you for that. And just like the book, the just like the movie, the, the books are really for I feel like all ages. I always yes. talk to parents about, you know, the, uh, publishers will put an age range on these books, but they are yeah. to be ignored. <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. Because I have a few picture books like in my bathroom and in my living room that I display mm-hmm. because sometimes we just need a simple message. Something doesn't need to be so deep. We just need something simple and beautiful to look at and just say, you know what? Mm-hmm. I get that. I hear that. And I need to do something about that. You know? Yeah. And, you know, I believe picture books are for everybody. Yes. I, they are yes. for everybody. So yes. <laughs> so keep keep enjoying them. Thank so, you. Lynn, is there anything else you want to share with us about your books? Uh, I just want to share that I want you guys to enjoy them. You know, it's my goal and mission to make Jingle Jangle part of our holidays forever. I want it to be that classic piece that go to every holiday season. And, if you know, with your support, I'm going to able to continue on that mission. And anything that's going on when the Broadway musicals are coming up and other films that are coming up, you know, just please follow me um, on Instagram and Facebook. And so you guys can be in the know of the magic that we're cooking up. We will be following. And you before, oh, I just thought about something. I heard your husband say something <laughs> on a previous interview. And he said something like, you know, um, because his favorite Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Yes, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. And he talked about how he he loved that movie, but the movies, not to take anything away from them at all, mm-hmm. but we kind of, we watched what we were given. Yes. And now we have these options and this movie is in the books. It's so beautiful. Now that we have these options, this is a classic, classic books, picture books, a classic movie that we can watch year after year after year and never get tired of it. So thank you so much for putting your vision out into the world. And um, I know that it was the like the movie was made for the stage, right? Yes, it was originally made for the stage. And I was like, you know, let's do it as a movie first, then do it for stage. So now we're going to be start start working on the stage production of it. So in the next couple of years, you know, you'll be hearing about that. And another thing we did was because the Square Root of Possible song inspired me so much being on set and pushing me through and and the book and all that, anyone that purchases any of the books, if you upload your receipt to jinglejanglesong.com, you'll get the song, The Square Root of Possible for free. You know, I saw that and I did not take advantage. And I... (laughs) And I need to. I saw yeah, that. You, have, you know, Amazon and all that store your receipts. So just go grab it and then upload it. And thank you. Thank you for that. Tip, that insider yes. Tip. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, we want to thank Lynn for her time today. I'm so excited that you were able to join us and tell us about, um, tell us about more about your books. Um, if you guys check out, I know where are the books available? Where can I, so I, I'll show them while they're. Yeah, so available on Amazon, wherever books are sold, they're available on Amazon, at Barnes and Noble, Target.com, Walmart.com, you name it, it's there. So please pick it up and enjoy it with your family. 
Yes. And if you guys are looking in the books and you spot the Easter eggs that Lynn was referring to, let us know in the comments yes. what you've noticed in the books and what you noticed along the way. Yes. And I want to shout out the illustrators. Um, Tara Nicole yes. Whitaker illustrated Square Root Possible and Ashley Evans illustrated The Perfect Gift. And they did just such a beautiful job. Thank you, guys. Yes, they did. I was giving them their um their, their accolades all along and didn't even ask. <laughs> no, no, yes, you <laughs> did. About them directly. Yeah, beautiful work. Beautiful work. Yes, they did. Okay. Thank you so much, Lynn. Thank you, Quinn. Bye, Aiden. <laughs> Aiden, you want to come back? Say goodbye. <laughs> Bye, Aiden. Bye. Bye. <laughs> he was trying to sneak up. <laughs> okay. Bye, everybody. Stay. I've been, hmm? I've been sneaking around <laughs> and you didn't even see. Oh, you were sneaking around and we didn't even see. We heard you. Yeah, but I'm doing this, but I was under, under the camera. Gotcha. Oh, you were under it. Okay. Well, thank you, Aiden. Bye. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Stay tuned for the giveaway announcement. Bye, Miss Lynn. Wait. Yeah. Are That's right. Do, are you going to do with your husband tomorrow? Am I going to do what? Are we going to do it with the director tomorrow? No, but we'll have to work that out and get the director on here. How about that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> have a great night, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye.